With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. This is the eighth year anniversary show of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Each and every week for eight years straight. Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful for y'all. Let's have some fun. Let's go. PNP Nation, are you ready? Wrench Mob, are you ready? Let's have some fun. Eighth year anniversary show. Let's go. Who 
Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. Let's go. Listen, listen, so now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the pancakes. It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devour him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game. So now we gotta change. Lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the eight-year anniversary show. This is the Pancakes of Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone, ladies and gentlemen. We are live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. Yeah. You know how we do it, man. Look, I, uh, wow, this is amazing, man. This is the eight-year anniversary show of the Pancakes and Power Sam show, 418 straight weeks. Wow, man. Wow, wow, wow. This is going to be fun. This is going to be exciting. We got the wrench mob. We got the PN. PNP Nation continuing to uh, come in here. We got Marissa always on time. What's going on, Elvis? What's going on, Christopher? What's going on, everybody? We're going to have some fun, man. We are going to celebrate eight years tonight. I got the PNP shirt on, ready to rock and roll, man, with uh, my guy. He's been on the show once before. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check and see what year he was on the show. Um, we started in 2012 and he was on the show in 2015. Wow. April the 28th, 2015. So it has been five years since he has been on the show. Uh, so wow, man, that's, that's awesome. Uh, Mo's in the building. Thank you, Brandon. Happy eight years. Thanks, Christopher. Man, eight years. Let's go. Absolutely. So this. Uh, so today, what's going up, Christopher? Uh, so everybody, Houston, Texas. What's up, Keith? Good stuff, man. Uh, we're gonna have a a absolutely lit party tonight, uh, PG style. You know how we do it, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. A lot of fun tonight. So. This is going to be for, for the for, for the eighth year anniversary show. This is going to be a first ever. So fun, so exciting. Gabriel, what's up, man? What's up? Uh, thank you, Antoine. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the love. So for this episode, 
this is going to be Corey. What's up, man? Good to have you on the show. Gonna have you with us tonight, PP Nation. So, yeah, uh, this is gonna be great. This is a first ever. Okay, you know how you know how it's been. You know, you know how it's been. Every week we have the, the biggest fun, 418 weeks. But this is a first on the eighth year anniversary. What's up, Robbie? Um, how you doing? Uh wait, okay. Well, uh Delo's uh, Illinois, he's Chicago. So uh so we'll uh I got I'm sure he'll give you a shout out. Uh Christopher. Corey's from Illinois too. Okay, you got some Chicagoans in here. Good stuff, good stuff. So the this is called the PNP photo shoot. This is the first time ever. This is gonna be fun. I spent a lot of time with this and watched a lot of footage <laughs> with this. So uh this this isn't just a matter of just posting pictures up. This actually took me refreshing my mind from 20 plus years ago and watching a lot of footage. So uh most of these uh are from uh WWE, lots of screenshots. And so what we're gonna do is kind of like a photo shoot st style type of thing. Uh, with, with, uh, our guest tonight, as you know, who he is, uh, we're going to play where I'm going, I'm going to post some pictures, uh, just a string of pictures and each and every picture I let him know, or we see all together, we're going to, uh, just kind of go back down memory lane and just see. So this is his WWE career. There's some, there's some older stuff before WWE. There's some middle stuff, but this is mostly, WWE. If you want to hear uh, TNA and all that stuff, go back to our interview five years ago. So, <laughs> so we'll we'll go back to that. So, without further ado, um, all right. So Ben, what's up, man? Good stuff. Brendan's uh, Delo's my favorite European champ. I agree, is my favorite European champ too. Uh, all right. So without further ado, he is the greatest European champion of all time and the first ever. Euro continental champion Kurt Angle does not have that accolade. This person, dude, the first ever Euro continental champion, D'Lo Brown. How are you tonight, sir? What's going, on, Chris? How you doing? Let me let me let me start this out real quick. Eight years, bro. Eight years. Congratulations. That's a that is a heck of an accomplishment, and, and be proud of what you're doing, and entertain the people every week. Eight Thank years you. without fail. That's something, bro. Thank you, man. I really, really appreciate that. That really means a lot, man. So uh, I'm ready to have some fun. How about you? Uh, bro, let's let's do it. I'm ready to have a good time. You know, let's 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 distract ourselves from what's going on in the world. And let's just let's just entertain ourselves and have some fun. Absolutely. All right. Here's the photo shoot. Let's uh, let's start off with the first picture. What we got here? Oh, man, man. OK. <laughs> this is a. Uh... This is a um, an interview in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, where New Jack says one of my favorite lines ever uttered in a in a, a promo ever. Uh, I got a college degree and a criminal record, and and yes. man, that's one of the greatest lines ever used in a promo anywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, because I, I remember watching this promo. Years and years and years ago, and I recently watched it again, and I'm like, you know what, man? New Jack, uh, as as crazy as he is, and as and as and as wild as he is, he was a pretty good stick man. He he was he was pretty good on the mic. New Jack had to get the gab. He could talk, and and don't be fooled. New Jack's one of the most educated, smart men I've ever been around, 
and he knows what buttons to push. Yeah. And and so, given the time, situation, and place, he knew what he was doing and what he was saying. Nothing Jack says is not calculated. Mm. So yeah, very no, he, philosophical, he, very psychological. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He. Uh, <laughs> okay. So. Smoky Mountain. So, so tell me, tell me about Cornette. So, you started with Smoky in '94, right? Yes, '94. Yep. Okay. So, um, a, a lot of us know about you were a CPA, and, and you, you know, you, you stepped away from that to pursue pro wrestling. So, yes. how did you get the hookup with with Smoky with Smoky Mountain? Well, I mean, it started just by just uh, sheer luck. Um, I was at the Monster Factory rolling around one day, and um, if you remember him, Balls Mullen, you rest his soul. He was going down to go start a character named uh, Boo Bradley down in Smoky Mountain. Well, he had gone down the month before and, and gotten the gig, so he'd come back and he goes, Yeah, I've got to be in Tennessee in, I don't know, four days. But the problem is, I don't have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. So he goes, Anybody want to drive me down? And before he could finish his sentence, I was like, I'm with you. Um, wow. Me and a guy named Ace Darlin drove down. Uh, a star on the big guy on the you know independent star from the early early to mid 90s on the east coast mm-hmm. um we drove down and uh met Cornette. he said kid you got eight minutes show them what you got we went out there and had a match and i i was hired on the spot and then he took a liking to me and just put me right there with the gangsters right day one Wow. Wow. How was it working with them? So we, we, a lot of us know all the controversy that comes with, with Jim Cornette and, uh, recent, mm-hmm. you know, recent things that, uh, uh, a line that he said in WA, the reason why he's not there anymore. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. he said the same line, I believe like in 95 or somewhere around there. So how was it working with Cornette based on your experience? Uh, it was incredible working with Cornette because he's just a fountain of wrestling knowledge and it's, it's literally being next to a think of it as a college professor. That's he's just giving that much kind of information and knowledge. And he's a historian of the business and he knows this business inside now. And he knows what he knows what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. He can get a reaction of a crowd just by, you know, he can think it. And then you go two hours later, there it is. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, it, it worked just like he said it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I had nothing but positive experience with Jim Cornette in wrestling in my life. Um, I'm one of the few guys who will openly admit I'm a Jim Cornette fan. I love him. Uh, and he gave me my first break in this business, so I can never forget that. Nice, nice. <clears throat> what do we got here? What do we got here? Christmas Chaos, I believe, 94. Small. Who, am I, who are we beating up there? Uh, uh, is uh, that Rock the Rock and Roll Express and Jim Cornette? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll tell you one thing about this match, and this story's been told a few times. Um, so uh, Jim Cornette was going to, you know, get a little color in this match, you know, it, for those who don't know, it's, he's, he's bleeding. Mm-hmm. So as he's going to get color, he gets kicked in the head, and it, it just rips his forehead open. Mm-hmm. So he, he tells the story. He can't see because he's got all this blood in front of his face. But he realizes, okay, there's New Jack. There's Mustafa. Okay, there's Dilo. Dilo will take care of me. He's not going <laughs> to hurt me. So back then I was very young. So when I threw a punch, I would have to put my, my left hand on you to get my gauge and then throw my right hand 
and then I had my 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 distancing right. Mm-hmm. Well, I had never been or anybody had that much blood ever. Mm-hmm. So when I put my left hand on his forehead, it slipped, and I drilled Jim Cornette in the forehead, <laughs> and the expletives that came out of his mouth, <laughs> and literally I hit him. And I thought I was going to be the first guy ever fired for punching their boss. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord, he's going to fire me right now in this ring. And all I heard is Jim going, gee, bleep, bleep, bleep. And he's just going off. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, help me. So I immediately go crawl and go to the other side of the ring. I'm like, I'm getting away from him. But yeah, it, it turned out all good. But, boy, I was scared there. Oh. I mean, it, it's, it's hard being in the middle of this heated angle with a full Knoxville Civic Center and be scared out of your pants that you're going yeah. to lose your job. Yeah. So it's hard to maintain that character, but it was, it, boy, it was good times. Yeah. Wow. Good times. <laughs> good times indeed. <clears throat> oh, okay. This was when I did some enhancement work for WWF. They actually spelled my name wrong. They called me AC Corner. Corner, yeah. <laughs> Corner. And the reason being is, there's a tag match that uh, I'd had, I think, at this taping or the taping before, and it was me and somebody else against Owen and Yoko. And Pat Patterson took a liking to me, and he goes, Kid, your name is AC Corner, because that's where you're going to stand. Like, okay. And he didn't want me to leave the corner because he didn't want me to get killed. Because <laughs> you do a little something with, you do something with Owen, and then they go stand in the corner. Wow. Now, how did you get this so, enhancement gig? That was, um, as a matter of fact, uh, Dwayne Gill, who okay. was uh, Gilberg, for, yeah. for those who don't know. Um, he had the contact. So whenever WWF was in the local region, mm-hmm. they would contact him and ask for enhancement guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave, you know, he had connection with the Monster Factory. So, you know, guys like myself and a guy named Gus the Greek and um, Glenn and Chaz, the headbangers. We'd all hop in a car and drive to Rochester, New York, or, you know, drive to Poughkeepsie or wherever they were at, you know, Hershey, wherever they were at, we would go. So wow. that, was, uh, that was my first introduction into in the WWE life. Now, this was 94, right? This is early 94, yeah. Now, how much? And, and, and for the record, I might have had two matches before this. Okay. And and how much did it was like a enhancement talent? How much did, did Vince give enhancement talent at that time? Uh, I think we made two fifty a night. Okay. At the time, which was you know ninety four is good money. Yeah, sure, it's good money you in two thousand twenty. You know, and then yeah, and yeah, and they were doing so they would do you know three marathon days in a row and take care of expenses. So you come home with you know seven hundred fifty bucks, or if I remember the number right, it was about. I think it was two fifty. Then, as you got better, they would give you. Your starter was two fifty. Then maybe they'd give you an extra fifty bucks if you'd been there mm-hmm. and and proven your worth, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was two fifty, and you come home with seven fifty. You're like, wow, I got a month and a half of my bills paid, and I worked three days. I like this wrestling gig. Yeah, especially like if you're booked to do squash matches, like you would want a squash, right? Because you get yeah. two, you get two hundred fifty dollars for thirty seconds to a minute of uh of wrestling. The short I'm in the ring, uh, yeah, I'm not paid by the hour. I was paid by the minute. Yeah, and the less minutes I'm in the ring, the more money I'm making. Right. So, <laughs> so, so you yeah, like the squashes? No. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you take three, four bumps, you come back. Look, 
your, your biggest comeback is you get to come back to the locker room. Right. Um, <laughs> and I didn't mind that. But, you know, you take three, four bumps and cha-ching, right. it was Rene Boulay with your cash. Boom, done. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, that's, that's a, that really gives me a whole different mindset on enhancement talent. You know, a lot of people think, you know, okay, well, he's just a job, he's just enhancement talent. But at the same time, it's like, if I, I mean, I would want someone like someone there's there's enhancement talent right now competing against Alistair Black. And if, if last time I heard, I think it's about five hundred dollars now, uh, five hundred yeah, yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so and so basically there's been times that he's actually the only move he's done was the black mass, the 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 spin kick, the spin and, kick. Yeah. And so you just run to him. He does the spin kick three three count and you get your money that that's yeah that's a perfect that's a beautiful job <laughs> the long the longest part of your night is walking to the ring right that's, exactly. that's okay with me exactly and, and but but think about it you know if you're a young up-and-coming guy and you're trying to get seen on a national level and you want to get noticed and whatever you want them to see you but then you still have bills at home yes and if you can go away for you know a night at raw and make 500 bucks for three seconds Okay. Yep. I'm in. Absolutely. And then they get to see me, and they realize I'm willing. To, I'm willing to work and do business. What more could you ask for? That's a win-win for me. Yeah, and that bumps your indie costs up too, Elaine. A lot of times, it's a commercial because every time you're on that TV, no matter what you're doing, if you're on that TV on Vince's TV or Impact's TV or any major company's TV, AEW's TV, it you can raise your 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 capital on the outside indies. That's right. Because you have the TV experience, mm-hmm. and people don't. It's it's a natural progression, stepping stone of what this business is, is and always will be, mm-hmm. and and you have to be seen, and you have to be seen that you're going to do business in order for someone to bring you back and use you and take a real look at you at some point. Yep, absolutely. Oh man, one of my favorite times in my life working with the nation. Um, I just here, I just crossed over from being. Straight up bow tie guy, so I was do I was allowed to have matches on TV, and uh, have house show matches. So this is a real crucial time for me. And then, you know, standing directly to my left, you know, is Ron Simmons, and he became uh, not only my my wrestling mentor, but my father and the father I wish I always had. Mm. Um, I call I call Ron right now and ask him advice of my real life, and he'll sit and talk to me for an hour to help me make a decision. Wow. I mean that's that's how that's how integral he is and was and still is in my life. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. so I'm I'm gonna come to you not as a journalist or a podcaster for a hot second. I'm gonna come to you mm-hmm. as a fan. Okay, back in '98, okay. I remember watching this back in oh this was '97, uh, and so I'm thinking in my head, why in the world is Brian Adams? And Savio Vega in the nation, based on what the nation was supposed to be like, and what by any means necessary, so so on and so forth. Why? Who came up with the idea to add Brian Adams and Savio Vega in the nation? I would assume that was a Vince call because he probably wanted to do something with you know two talented guys. Okay, um, Savio is one of the best all-around workers I've ever been around. And Crush just knew the business. And Brian, I call him Crush all the time still. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew the business. So they were probably two guys that were in his locker room that he wanted to use. 
and thought could be good heavies out there with Ron and for Ron, mm-hmm. because we were all, you know, this unit in particular, we were fodder to make sure no one got to Ron. Cause if you got to Ron, then that was the big money angle, you know? So people had to work up to get to Ron or, or Ron would do something then he did able to come to us to get back to him. Yeah. So I think he just, he just wanted some heavies out there to protect Ron. Now, how did Crush, how did Brian uh, feel about that or, or Salvia? How did they feel about joining the nation at that time? Oh, I think they, they loved it because one, they weren't being used on TV. Two, it gave an opportunity to be out there in what was going to become a very hot gimmick. And you could feel that it was cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And you could feel that there was going to be something about this. You didn't know what it was going to be, but you could feel, okay, there's something different about this. Every time we walk to the ring, there's a reaction. There's a, you know, we've got heat. There, there's There's the intangibles that you can... You can't put your finger on, but you could feel them. Yes. And 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 yeah, no, you wanted to be part of the nation. And it was a it was a badge of honor to be out there. I mean, I know when they did the angle where they uh where Ron fired everybody, all the posse, and I was the one who got to stay. I was like, Man, <laughs> first of all, knowing what was gonna happen, yeah, it's like the company believes in me enough to keep me here. Yeah, because there are some very seasoned workers that they let go. Mm. And so I felt honored and privileged that I was going to be, still be part of this going forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was. It, yeah, you you wanted to be part of the nation. You did. Yeah. So what was the? Why do you think the point was to let them go after after having them in the nation? I think it was just to because a lot of the the posse, um, other than PG thirteen, uh, that's JCS Wolfie D. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of them were just Clarence Mason's fraternity buddies. Mm-hmm. So they really couldn't wrestle. They were just bodies. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, you're paying, literally Vince is paying 12 guys to do the work of for three and only, only four of them can really work, you know, yeah. three or four of them can work, yeah. but he's paying 12 guys every time we're on TV. Now, how was Clarence, uh, how was he, uh, just as far as working with? cool as the other side of the pillow like he is legit one of the coolest guys i know oh nice um he he, he was all clarence was a big wrestling fan nice. he knew this business inside and out and could tell you anything about the old nwa or the old wwf he could tell you anything and he was a legit shoot lawyer so yeah. that was that was also fun because you know he would you know he would get into just mentally challenging issues and talk to us and you know, he was always talking about saving your money and that kind of stuff. So he was a good person to have mm-hmm. um, around. And then we could we could go from talking Wall Street to talking the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, <laughs> within nice. the same conversation, and nice. it was pretty cool. Yeah, why do you think he never really amounted to much after that <clears throat> nation stint? Because he was really, really good on a mic. It's really seemed like mm-hmm. he could have been somebody's manager and could have kept that managerial role going for a while. I, I think he just dove back into his, his, his shoot legal profession. I think gotcha. that's what he just dove back into. Okay. Um, I know, he, I know he had a short run in WCW mm-hmm. um, as a manager, but never really took off like his time in the nation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. This is the first that this night changed everything. Yep. Um, this is the night I won the first, the European title for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to beat Triple H for it made it even made it even bigger. And and this was the night the company said we have, we have faith in you to go forward. Yeah. Like we really we believe in you. 
Um, and yeah, that was a big night. I can tell you, I was nervous as hell because earlier in the night, I, okay, so early about two o'clock in the afternoon, I, I found out they were going to do the title switch here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. And I remember, I remember Brooklyn Barlow came to me going, hey, Dilo, uh, we need you to do some, um, some, some uh, photo shoots with the, um, with the European title belt. Can you go get it and meet me in the green screen room? And I'm like, I'm not going to Triple H and asking for the belt right now. <laughs> no, we could do those tomorrow. <laughs> I am not going to go, hey, Trip, can I use the belt to take pictures right. before I get it? No, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember being I remember being nervous about that all day. But then, you know, you just go out there, you go through that curtain, you do your deal. And luckily, yeah. it, came off, it came off well. Yeah, this was uh this was a really really interesting moment for me as a fan too back in back in this time back in uh, 98 when you won it and uh <clears throat> you know it was one of those things like huh they're they're really doing something with him like they're really mm-hmm. you know putting putting the rockets on him you know and I and I really and I really saw that and it's just it's one of those things that is it's kind of tough to really push someone nowadays kind of from scratch and mm-hmm. and and I and I saw that with you between ninety seven and ninety eight, they were really pushing you from scratch. Essentially, you really didn't have a yeah. pedigree behind you or anything like that. You just really worked your butt off, lost lost a ton of weight. I remember Jr. kept talking about that, kept putting you over for losing so much weight. He was almost four. He was he was four hundred pounds, you know. <laughs> and uh, so it, it just seems like they really awarded you for your work ethic, and they and. Because of the transition, because of the physical transition, they saw that you were really into in it to win it essentially. Well, the, oh, you froze up on us. Oh, we can't hear you. You might have pushed mute. Uh, nope. Ah, oh, man, you went out on us. Can't hear you. Uh, I was really getting intrigued, man. You're giving us a cliffhanger. <laughs> we can't hear you. <laughs> I said, in it to win it, and then... <clears throat> Just went out on us. Um, mm, nope. All right. I think he's going to try to try to come back on. <clears throat> yeah. So I said in it to win it. Uh, and I, I, like I said, I remember me as a fan, you know, like I was <laughs> triple H was a baby face at this time. But there was just something about D'Lo that I just saw his transition into uh, <laughs> DTV attacking D'Lo. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, we, we back? No! Oh, man. Okay, I don't know what happened. Uh, let me try. Let me try to mute your mic and unmute it. Does that work? No. Try to turn your, uh, is your volume up? 
I don't know what happened. Do you have a laptop? I don't know what happened. Um, hmm. Let's see. We'll try to get him back on, guys. Oh, man, I was getting really excited. In it to win it and start a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yes, technology is indeed a wonderful thing. Um, we're going to try to put them on, guys. <clears throat> No. Uh, show signs to us like Sammy Guevara does on Dynamite. <laughs> uh, all right, we're trying to put him back on. Ah, it worked just fine for 30 minutes, over 30 minutes. Um. Let's see. He's uh he said <clears throat> I think he may I think he may be trying to get his uh laptop. Uh let's do some ask Chris questions until then. <clears throat> What's up, Lexi? Uh you just missed D trying to bring him back on. <clears throat> um we were just doing a photo shoot style thing, uh <clears throat> celebrating 20 years of the pancakes and power slam show um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> trying to bring him on trying to bring him on with this laptop with this laptop with this laptop so <clears throat> we shall see wait till he comes back on but we're live, pal. Eight-year anniversary show. Uh, lots of fun, as always. Uh, how's everybody doing? <clears throat> I'm going to try to bring him back on. Because I was really, really enjoying this. Really, really enjoying this. <clears throat> and we're going to get him back on. Um, waiting for him now. Um, but it all worked out. You know, it's all working out. It's all working out. Um, we're going to make this, make this happen. So how is everybody doing? How's the, how's the PMP nation? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to get him. Somehow back on. Um, let's see. I just texted him. So what I'm going to do, guys, <clears throat> is I'm going to try to give him a call back and see what we can do. So I will be. Can you have the belt behind me? Nope. I got three of them, actually. I got the World Heavyweight Championship right there. And the other two. If no wrestling... 
on TV? Will I do the PMP show? Uh, yeah, of course I was. Why when I on last week? I was I was on via uh, I was on via YouTube because uh, there was some stuff messing up with uh, Facebook. Um, thoughts on Vince? Thoughts on what Vince has done with WrestleMania? I mean, it's just a cluster mess right now, man. It's just a, all types of craziness cluster mess. It really is. Um, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice, Brian. <laughs> Thirty minute time limit match. Uh, all right. So, I what's up, Chris? A lot of Chris is on right now. Of course, Lexi's in the building. Um. All right. So. All right, so he's back. I think I got it working. I hear something. I hear something. I think I got it working. Oh, you did. Success. Okay, good. Success. <laughs> nice, nice. You figured out technology. What technology. Yes. <laughs> technology, man. Um, okay, so let me bring uh let me bring it back up. Um I think we were at the Triple H. All right, yeah, you can go back uh, on Triple H. I said uh, you were in it to win it. Yeah, um, I, I think they saw that, you know, because all I've ever wanted to do was be a wrestler since the time I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I wanted to prove to them that I wanted to be there, not just um, some guy who was part of background. I wanted to be a player. I wanted to have more TV time, so I tried – Every moment I was out there, I tried to steal my 30 seconds. I tried to steal my minute. I tried to to make it so they knew I wanted to be out there and be a player. And, and this was the night they said, okay, we'll give you a chance. Nice. Um, and that was, a, that was a big night for me. That was huge. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember as a fan, man, I because I, uh, I, I, I always liked the baby faces. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a baby face guy, but – I just remember there was something about Tilo, and I, I shared this story with you four or five years ago. But uh, I remember I was in high school at this time, and uh, I used to always do the Dilo. I always used to do the, the frog splash um, because it was just something about the head shake and, and the frog splash. And I was uh, like around junior i was an underclassman i was i think i was like a junior sophomore junior and and i would always have like the i would have like a mob of seniors and i would have all of the bleachers and they were during recess all the bleachers would be pushed in mm-hmm. and I, would, I would go on the very top and so i'm probably eight feet high and i would always go uh on the top and just wait for uh, someone, and just say, uh, I would just say like point. I would point to someone, and they would grab them, and it was like a crash, like a crash pad. And um, I would do the, I would do the lowdown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would do the, the lowdown uh, in high school during recess all the time. So. That's my yeah. that's my D-Lo, uh my D-Lo, uh frog splash story. I'm sure everybody had a a frog splash story. Uh, that was inspired by Art Bar, right? That was Art Bar, yeah. Um, the original frog splash. I know Eddie yeah. had his he had his version of it, but mine was more the Art Bar, yeah. you know, full between your legs, you know, extension. Uh, and I just I was always a fan of that. I was a fan of Los Gringos Locals. Um, mm-hmm. 
that was Eddie Brown, our Bars tag team back in the old uh, world-class days. And man, boy, <laughs> if, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me a story of strutting down middle school hallways or doing the frog <laughs> splash on their bed onto the sister, uh, boy, Bill Gates would have nothing on me. <laughs> Yeah, I got a, I man, I, I've got frog splash stories for days. Really, uh, yeah, friends, friends together. You know, uh, we're all hanging out and just uh, frog splashing away. So uh, I remember there was time. There was a time we were moving, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we were moving to my. They were helping me move my apartment to to my apartment, and we were just uh, just hanging out. And uh, the big thing is uh, uh, your picture went out on me, Dilo. I don't know if. Uh... Um, hold on. Let me check. Okay. Um, and uh, so we were all, this is like 2002. And <laughs> we, were, we were moving to my apartment and it was a bunch of us and we were just tired. And the big thing, you know, with kind of school, you know, just a kind of a school, a college agers was you can't go to sleep first. You know, that that's the mm -hmm. big thing. Right, and so right, one right. of, and so what? One of them went to sleep first. He 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 just he he blew it. He totally blew it. So I quietly went up on a chair. <laughs> he was laying on the couch, and I was like, "Shh." So I did the the head shake, Art Bar style. You know, <laughs> it's full tuck. You know, it was it was it was on. So it was it was a straight Art Bar style uh, style frog splash, man. So that was a. Uh, Lots of fun. So, uh, like I said, stuff. that's just one of one of many. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, all right, here's, here's the next one. Um, this was just you know me starting to feel confident about being the the European champion and feeling my spot on the roster. You know, SummerSlam '98 um, versus Foul Venus. And and this to me was one of the important matches of my career because you know they literally told Val and I to go out there. You got 20 minutes. Um, let's go open up what they considered the most important SummerSlam to date because um, that was Undertaker, Steve Austin on top in New York City, mm -hmm. Mass Square Garden. They were like, mm -hmm. "Here's 20 minutes. Go open the show and do don't drop the ball." Yeah. Um, and I was very proud of this match because in the same match, and New York is a hard crowd to play in front of. Yep. Because um, they they hate heels and or they hate babyface and love heels, or either they love you or they hate you, but they let you know. Yep. There's no there's no fans or butts. Like <laughs> you'll get called out in New York City. Yep. And it was so cool because if you go back and listen. I had a D'Lo and a D'Lo sucks chant in the same match. Mm. And that was pretty cool to let me know that I, I was appealing to both sides of the audience there. Yep. And then when you have a friend, of, you know, I'm in there with a friend of mine, Val Venus, and the ironic thing was a year earlier for SummerSlam 90, 97, we were both sitting in Puerto Rico watching it on TV in the same apartment together. Wow. So one, one year later, we're now opening up this important show mm -hmm. and you know or was no, no yeah 96 96 or some 96 
we're opening up this, you know, 97, we're opening up this important show. So, man, it was, um, that was a good time. And like I said, I was, I was starting to feel confident in who I was as a character. Yeah. Um, I was starting to feel confident in my position in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, I, some of the, one of the best times of my life. Well, this is anytime in the ring with X-Pac. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. He and I could have a good match in a phone booth. I like, <laughs> like we just had great chemistry together. And anytime we touched, um, it, it, it became something special. And then I think he and I um, really, really took a belt that people consider a joke in the European title. And hell, that was our world championship. And we were, yes. we were working, we were working at it. Like that was our world title. Yes. And, and, and I think, and I feel we made that belt have meaning. So when that belt came out on TV, whoever was holding it was elevated. But I think the work that, that Pac and I put in along with a bunch of other guys, but particularly Pac and I, I think we, uh, we worked our tails off to elevate that title from. Oh man, absolutely, hundred you know? percent. Yeah, this is definitely one of the most unsung feuds of the Attitude Era for sure. Um, I think that this was just an amazing feud that doesn't get its fair credence. I, I, I personally, this was actually the second time you won the European Championship on the uh, on the episode of Raw. Uh, gotcha. when, yeah, so Pac beat you, and you you beat him back when. Uh, um china was uh uh and then henry came out yeah yeah and um, mark 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 posted his back in the in the post that's why that's frog splashes back and that's yeah. right <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. absolutely yeah. amazing stuff this will be uh this is wrestlemania yes this is team philadelphia test and i are going to wrestle owen and uh jeff jarrett for the uh for the tag team titles. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, we had both won this um, crazy gauntlet match on heat to qualify for mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and the reason we were in this tie Oh. Yep, you're you're back. I'm back. Yeah, technology's killing me. Um, yeah. So it was supposed to be Mark and I wrestling Owen and Jeff, but um, Mark hurt his knee um, mm-hmm. on Raw. We did we did an angle with Owen and Jeff like three weeks earlier, and um, the Raw set is just it's still great. You know, it's just it's just steel. Mm-hmm. And Mark went down to his knees without his knee pads on, and I think he blew out his meniscus or something. Had to have surgery, and so we were we were forced to have this match at Mania. Mm. So why why did uh, why was Tess the person? First of all, Tess, I was a Tess Mark. Uh, I, I wish that he would have gotten pushed more than he did. Uh, but I I always wondered like. Why was Tess the person chosen? Did they want to keep the big guy feel? I think they just wanted to keep the similar big guy feel. Gotcha. And Tess was also another young up and coming town on the roster. Yeah. And, you know, it was just giving that 
you know, Owen and Jeff were the were the vets, mm-hmm. and Mark and I were the were the young rookies. So mm-hmm. Tess fit right in that same mold of the young upstarts mm-hmm. who were trying to go after the vets for the tag title. So I think that was kind of the the thought process. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, that was a big night there. Um, that's again. That's uh, who that was Jeff Jarrett. I wrestled for the uh, Intercontinental Title, and I came in as European Champ. And um, that's the first night those belts were ever put together and and referred to as the Eurocontinental Title. Yeah. Um, that was a big night. I mean, I remember I remember walking back and Ron looking at me, and I, I'm walking with both belts. He looked at me, and says, "Damn, you know." And this is before Dam. This is before Dam was his thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This and, is. Uh, would Would you say that this is the biggest night of your career? That would be the biggest night of my WWEF career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it would be the it'd be the night I'm I'm probably most known for, um, on this side of the of the ocean. You know, I've I've had some really big nights in Japan, but yeah. on this side in in this country, that is probably the biggest night I've had in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Take us back to uh, before this happened. This day, who 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 made mm-hmm. the call? Who like how did that all come about? That you would be the one who would beat Jared and have both belts uh, uh, raised above your above your shoulders. It, it came out of nowhere because the night before, we were I forget somewhere and, and uh, I think Jeff just won it back from like Edge or something like that, or yep. he defended against Edge. I can't remember if he won it back or defended it. Mm-hmm. Um. But then uh, I got the TV the next day. I had no clue we were going to do this. Uh, and then Vince Russo came to me and he goes, hey, we got some ideas. We got we'll think about doing this tonight. And I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, this is what we're going to do. And nice. it took like, okay, I will tell you, I didn't believe it until this moment where I'm standing here on the ropes. Wow. That's when I believed it was, that's when I believed it was real. Cause it felt like a dream that this couldn't happen. Yeah. And I remember, I remember clear as a bell. I remember sitting in my hotel room that night and I had two beds in my room. So I've got the European belt and the, and the intercontinental belt laying opened on one belt on bed. And I'm sitting on the other bed. And I'm just looking at both of them going, how is this possible? Wow. And I'm like, I cannot believe this. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and to me, the Eurocontinental title, if you if it's the Intercontinental title in all of Europe, that's a world championship to me. For Just sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, no, this was a day. I, I, <laughs> yeah, see, we in Lowdown, Chaz and I, we had some ideas, and we were going to go out there, we are going to kill it. And then somehow along the way, they um, they put us along with Tiger Ali Singh, and um, it was right after this we started wearing turbans, yeah, genie pants, yep. and th- this. If the last picture was the highlight of my career, this time was for me the low light of my career. Not because of Chats. I love being with him. I love being a, t- a partner with him. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like. I didn't like all that was going into it in the direction we were going, and you know. One day I'm your Cardinal champion. The next day I'm a, you know, uh, an Arabian sympathizer. Yeah, uh, it just, why it didn't work? What where did I this even come from? Uh, left field. 
and that's where it belonged. Yes, stay there. <laughs> stay there for just go back. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I, I I remember I remember back because this was 2000. I remember I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> for yeah. someone who really worked his butt off, continued to work his butt off in the ring. You're a continental champion. Just really, I mean, you and Pac has really made the European Championship similar to the secondary title in the WWE, like the secondary yeah. championship. Uh, a lot of the European championships were more fun to watch than Intercontinental Championship matches at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, whoa. Chad, I mean, I, I liked the headbangers back in the day, but I was just mm-hmm. like, D'Lo and Chaz, why, what's the rhyme or reason? And then sing with them too. And then the whole, I was just like, who came up with this mess? It just doesn't make yeah. sense at all. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you that uh, if you were confused about it, imagine my feelings on it. For sure. Who, who came up? Was that a, just a Vince idea out of the blue? And I got an that idea was, for you, uh, pal. Like, what? I, I got, I got an idea. We got two guys who are on the roster. We're going to use them. Let's put them together. And it was fine when Chaz and I were just low down as tag team. We were okay. We were doing all right. We were, we were getting matches with the Hardys and, with, you know, with the, with Team 3D. Mm-hmm. We were having some good sets of matches. And then next thing you know, he's like, well, let's put let's put Tiger Ali, sing with him, and let's see where that goes. And that went straight to hell in a handbasket. Now, whatever happened to Sing? Um, I remember he got some kind of a concussion issue and it was forced to retire. Mm-hmm. And that was probably 2001. Okay. Gotcha. Where am I? This is uh, Les Thatcher in HWA. 2001, when you went back. Yeah, so um, this was right after Lowdown failed. Go figure. Um, <laughs> and so they were starting up their developmental territories. So they wanted someone who um, knew enough about the business, but were still young enough to interact with the current talent. So I went back as kind of a you know, in-ring performer slash mentor slash help with the office down in uh, Cincinnati um, mm-hmm. and work with Les Thatcher there in HWA. Gotcha. And this was one of our ringside chats that he would put into his uh, his TV show. Yep. Now, what was who made the call to uh, take you from the main roster to, to Heartland? Uh, I want to say that's probably a Jim Ross move. Okay. Just because he, he wanted me to keep, keep my – my game face on, but yet helpfully pass on some knowledge mm-hmm. um, and, and then kind of put pause button on me so they can kind of figure out what to do with me again and pretty much get me off TV away from that lowdown mm-hmm. thing yeah. and make people let people forget about that. Yes. So instead of, <laughs> instead of me just sitting at home doing nothing, it was let's, let's, we could utilize his talents by having him uh, uh, do a little teaching. Nice. Nice. This is the blindfold match of Triple H. Boy, we had fun with this one. Yeah. Um, we had we had a good time with this one. Uh, and you can't tell, but he and I giggling up a storm underneath <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, this was this was a good little match. I think it was one of the I'm not gonna put myself over, I think it was one of the better blindfold matches because there was action, there was comedy, there was suspense. Yeah. And then as the heel, he had to cheat at the end of beating me by lifting yep. the mask. 
That's oh, who yeah. I was. Yep. So it, it had all the it had all the parts of being a very solid match. Uh, you know, uh, in this weird dynamic of a match or a blindfold match. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were uh, we were we were lucky with this. We did we did well. Yeah. Now at this point, you know, this is about four years after uh, the the first picture with you and Triple H, and he's made a huge jump into the main event. Oh yeah. Now, yeah. You, is this something that you noticed from even from '98 that he was going to, you know, move up to that that status? You could see he was on that that trajectory, that arc. That mm-hmm. you could see the storylines they were using him in. That he was moving from, you know intercontinental level over to you know world title level and he was going to stay there you could see that you could feel that um you know similar to how you know you maybe didn't see the beginning but then you saw how rocky grew Mm -hmm. and how rocky grew to the rock and then you said okay the inner you you knew the intercontinental title was beneath where he was going to eventually end up Mm -hmm. not to say the belt wasn't you know he was too good for the belt just saying the belt was a stepping stone, which it should have been because the Intercontinental title was always supposed to be a stepping stone to the world yep. title. Yep. yep. And same same thing with Rocky's trajectory. You can see Triple H doing the exact same thing. Yep. Same with Austin. <clears throat> same with same with Austin. Look, you can go back and look at it. Same with Bret Hart. Same, same with Shawn Bret. Michaels. Sean. Yep. It, it's it's you can see that same arc in all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Warrior. Warrior. John Cena. Yep. I mean, it, it's it's pretty easy to see that arc. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you knew Triple H was he was yeah, he was making that next leap, that next step up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, this is this is 2008. I came back. This is uh, this is three. This is your last match in 2003. Oh, is that Booker? Yep. Oh, that Book- was that was that was Staples Center in uh, in in L.A. Bugging and, and bugging that, prizes. Bugging and bugging. Yep. <laughs> bugging and bugging. And that's a. Uh, uh, ironically, I was already, I had already was told my contract was not going to get renewed earlier that day. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to go out there and do business and I'm going to go out there and have a good match. And I was happy to have it with book, um, who's still a good friend of mine to this day. So yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Staples center LA live, baby. So why did they, why didn't they want to renew your contract? I think I was making too much money and uh-huh. at the time. At the time, uh, WCW was gone, um, and I had a good little contract, and I don't think they saw that um, they could probably get that kind of money out of me. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and, you know, we just couldn't come to terms on something new. So, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully for me, uh, you know, a few weeks after this, probably two months after this, I was, I had debuted down in, a, in TNA Wrestling, and then Soon after that was over in all Japan for a nice extended run. So yeah, um, everything happens, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. You and uh Bull uh was was tagging. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we tagged over there for five, six years straight. Yeah, it was it was um, a good time. We had a good little run, and this is this is right at the end where you knew if you were you know, if you could go to Japan, not everybody can go once. We want Bull and I won about 48 or 50 times nice. over, over, you know, five or six years. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much every week. And for Americans, that's a lot, a lot, a lot of, that's a lot of time over there. Yeah. What was the two big factions? There was a voodoo murders and RO, ROD, ROD, yeah. ROD, 
Yeah, that was the big one in, in all Japan mm-hmm. that helped all Japan turn its business around. Yeah. And then there was Root of Murder at the end, and then Bull and I jumped to Pro Wrestling Noah mm-hmm. and, and did a run over there as ROD and Pro Wrestling Noah for a minute. Nice. This That's is the comeback. comeback. Yep. Yeah. This is Chicago. I'll never forget it. Um, that's walking out against Santino Morella in Chicago. And I remember the Allstate Center. I could feel it. I could feel the people's applause and love bounce off my skin. Wow. Like, it was it was enormous. And I, I couldn't think of a better place to walk out for the first time in, you know, in six years than right there in you know in my neck of the woods in you know and just it was it was live now now the crazy thing about that was that day the finish of the match changed about five times oh really (laughs) yeah i i want i because this was a it ended up being like a no um a non-title match but it was for like originally it was gonna be santino beat me then it was gonna be i was gonna win the kind of title then it was gonna be a dq and then it, then it was okay. Make it a non-title match, and D'Lo wins. Mm. Like literally, it changed like five times. Wow! But <laughs> I, I didn't care. I just wanted to walk out. I just wanted to walk down that aisle in that city, in that building, in front of those fans. That's all I cared about. Yeah, you picked up the W too, so that's a icing yeah. on the cake. Absolutely. This is a table for three, and man, I had a good time with this one. This was the the nation table for three, and and. It's just three good friends sitting around and, and chatting it up and telling stories. And, you know, I think they, they got an hour out of what we talked about, but we actually filmed for like four hours. Oh, really? I mean, they, yeah, like we what they show is a small percentage of, of what we actually um, put on film there because we just told stories, told Ron stories, told Nation stories. We told stories about each other, mm-hmm. you know, and riding into cars and, Hooking up our our Xboxes and cars and all that stuff. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what are some things? What are some uh, what are some footage that was not aired on? Because they usually only air like 20, 25 minutes of uh, table for three. And so if y'all feel that film that long, what are some things that uh, was was not uh, aired? You know, within that little twenty minute uh, time oh, frame yeah. that uh, that y'all talked about. I mean, tons of stuff. Like we would like. We we told stories we went more in depth on how much Ron meant to all of us, mm-hmm. um, how proud we were to be part of the nation, what it meant to wear those colors, mm-hmm. what it meant to, to to throw the fist up, and and how we weren't trying to be, you know, talking about how we're, the nation wasn't racist. It was just four black guys who weren't going to take it anymore, mm-hmm. and wanted to let everybody know that we were going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, we were going to be we were going to be good wrestlers, and there was nothing about we were going to take it by whatever means necessary. We we're going to take it. Yeah. We we're going to get ours, and we we're going to get it. We we're going to take it if we had to. Yep. So that's a lot of the stuff that was touched on, but we went into more detail. Like the things you saw on table three. Imagine going into five or six more minutes of detail on each subject. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes. So sense. yeah. Well, that's it, my friend. Uh, what do you think? I got to say that that's the first time I've ever done that. And that was unique. And you need to keep doing that because I think that's a, 
that's a different perspective on on interviews that I've done over my career because you usually get the same questions over and over again, but it's different because pictures invoke that emotion that was in me at that moment. Yeah. And I feel it and it comes out in, in the way I talk. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a very, it's a very good device you got there. I, w- I would use that again and again. I think so too, man. I, I liked it a lot, man. And, I, and you, and you made it so much fun. All right. Uh, you got, you got time for like two more questions, two, two questions. Yeah, go ahead. Shoot. Right, cool. uh, yeah. Shoot. Cool. Give us a good locker room story, Brian says. A good locker room story. Well, I can tell you this time that we had the WWF Domino Tournament. Mm -hmm. um, And we had all the big domino players in there. And um, a little secret, Jim Ross can play some dominoes. Oh, really? (laughs) He he, he can throw some bones, okay? Okay. (laughs) And... The, Give me uh, 10 until I see you again. Well, he'll, he'll slap a table. He'll break a table. <laughs> what? You never want to play dominoes with Kishi because if he was going to score 10 or 20 or, or 25 on you, he would hit the table so hard the dominoes would flip up in the air. Whoa. Oh, he, 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 he talk, oh no, he, bro. Simones can play bones, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> like the, the dominoes players were like, were me, Mark Henry, um, Rocky, um, Godfather, Undertaker can throw some bones too. Yeah, I'm he sure. Yeah, those. he said like he can play some bones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and um, you know, Rikishi, you know, and that was that was that was part of our locker room crew that would play dominoes. We had we organized a one day tournament. One day, you're looking at the one and only winner. I, Congratulations, I Undertaker! I beat Undertaker in the finals. Nice. Um, and yeah, a good locker room story is just the the camaraderie we would have. You know, we were all friends in the locker room. There was not many malice or ill will towards each other in the locker room. It's all we were out there, just trying to make our product as good as possible. So, hmm. yeah, Domino's Domino Tournament, WDF Domino <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, were you? Did you ever witness any? Um, uh, what is it? Uh, wrestlers Court. I was in wrestler's court one time. Ooh, okay. Um, but I, but see, there's, there's, I can't give all the secrets of wrestler's court. Mm-hmm. But one I can say is you can bribe the judge. Yes. That's all I gotta say. Because a, think... a big bottle, of, a big bottle of Jack Daniels will get you out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard you just, uh, you, you, you take that to take her and, uh, and, and that's yeah. what he'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you this. I remember being in wrestling school. I think I sat in, I was very young in the company. I sat in first class and I didn't offer my seat up to a vet. So I was taken to wrestler's court. Well, knowing I was going to wrestler's court, I immediately went to the first, we landed. Cause you know, I was told in, I was told in, in a luggage claim, I was going to court. Mm-hmm. So we landed, I immediately went to the liquor store and found like this $85 bottle of Jack Daniels, you know, the really, really big one. Mm-hmm. And I carried it in, and I walked up to take her. I turned to the side, didn't even look at him. I just pulled it out of the bag, put the bottle of Jack down on the floor, stood there. He looked down, looked back at me, and said, "Court dismissed." <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> I, I knew my role. I knew. And I didn't sit in first class ever again unless nice. I was on my way home, and none of the boys were on the plane. Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> All right, did, did no one ever prank you? 
Uh, Owen and uh, Dave Boy got me one time. Um, and I got lucky because Ron kind of put his loving arm over me and said, leave this kid alone. So I really didn't get pranked a lot. Yeah. When I first came in, I was, you know, bow tie guy. So I was really just there. Mm-hmm. No one really knew what I was doing other than I walked to the ring and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a, uh, you know, those suit jacket bags, you know, um, and that's where I would keep all my gear because all my gear at the time was just my suit and five pair of underwear, a couple pair of pants and some socks, you know, mm-hmm. nothing big. So I remember going to the ring, stuff as a nation, boom, coming back and walking back and my bag's not there. I'm looking, where's my bag? I'm looking around and over in the corner, I, there's Davey and Owen snickering. You can hear it. <laughs> They're snickering in the corner. And I'm like, okay, they got me. So I go, okay. I start looking. I go to the other locker room. Maybe they just put it in the other locker room. Nope, not there. I'm looking around. Finally, I'm just wandering aimlessly. And you know how those, those big rolling doors are on, on arenas, the big metal doors mm-hmm. where they've got the chains you pull? Mm-hmm. Well, I look up at the top, and my bag is like um, has a master lock on it, and it's been rolled all the way to the top to lower the door. So my bag is fifty feet in the air, <laughs> chained to this chain. Oh my! Oh man, they got me good. So now, now, now I've got to find an attendant. I'm like, I go find the maintenance guy. I'm like, he got a pair of bolt cutters. I explained. He goes, he bolts it down. So then I, I walk my bag right back in. Now I know you cannot, you can't put over a rib. If you do, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I just walk back in. I sit down and I hear David just goes, it wasn't me. I wasn't there. I didn't say anything. David goes, I didn't do it. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Automatically telling her himself, but I didn't put it over. I wasn't mad. Yep. Just got changed, got changed. And that was it. And it was the only time I was ever ribbed in the company. Nice. Nice. Well, for the sake of time, man, there's a bunch of questions, but I want to respect your time, man. It's uh, it has been an absolute pleasure, man. I, I couldn't imagine celebrating eight years better than what we did, man. It was it was so fun. Uh, Elvis said, "Can you do your head movement uh, as we go?" <laughs> one time, one time for the eighth year anniversary. You better recognize. Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure, man. I, I really, really enjoyed spending uh, eight years with you, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm honored and privileged you have me on your anniversary. Um, eight good years behind you. Here's to eight and 80 more, my friend. Enjoy, awesome. have fun, entertain. Awesome, man. I'm, 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 uh, I'm glad that in the midst of all this going on, man, we just kind of kind of stepped aside and just had some fun tonight, man. So I really appreciate it. Get back to a sense of normalcy. And the faster we can do that, the, the better I will feel. Amen to that, man. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, hit me up on Twitter, D- at DLoBrown75, the only verified D-Lo. Um, I talk things from wrestling to uh, Chicago Bears football to Liverpool soccer. So hit me up. Uh, I'm always on there. Give me a shout. Give me a follow. Um, I'm pretty active on there. And uh, if I don't – I may not put it out into the world, but I'll DM you. Trust it's, me. I don't, I don't always do my stuff out in front of everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Been a pleasure, man. Appreciate you. All right, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, man, my man, that was awesome. That was really, really awesome. Big thanks to D'Lo Brown for being a part of the show. That was 
That was good. What y'all think about the photo shoot? Did y'all like that? Did y'all enjoy the photo shoot? <clears throat> uh, I really, really liked it. I thought it was uh, really, really fun. So what'd y'all think, guys? Did y'all enjoy the photo shoot for tonight, PNP Nation? This is eight years, y'all. Look, <clears throat> we just we just going to have some fun, y'all. We just going to have some fun. Eight year anniversary. That was awesome. I couldn't have asked anything more. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Brand. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. I had a lot of fun. I, I'm, you know what, man? I think I'm gonna start doing that from now on because that was because I always want to do stuff original. Like that's that's really journalism in me. That's just a journalist in me. I want to be original. So uh, I'm gonna start doing more of that. Actually, maybe with. Uh, most with with many or even most of my my interviews that i that i have from now on <clears throat> uh let's see Mercer thought it was cool good stuff i need more photo shoots yes that was flashback awesome yep <clears throat> get <to> my <laughs> my man <laughs> lastly lastly <laughs> good stuff uh sean what's up man great stuff good man good you can always watch in the archives. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be an hour, but that was fantastic. That was that was awesome, man. That was, you know, it's one of those things. I talked to Barry Horowitz about this uh, last week, and it's like when, just as a journalist, when it's like you just kind of when you feel like you're dragging time, it's like the interview's not really going like you want. But when you feel like there's much, there's more left. You know, there's there, there's more for next time, and you already win a bunch for a long time. That's that's something right there. As a journalist, that's that's something right there. So, I uh, definitely felt it like this today, like that today with D'Lo celebrating eight years on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. All right, look tonight, uh, we're doing Ask Chris questions. Um, if there's any headlines that y'all want to talk about, just Ask Chris. Uh, the, the format is not going to be as normal. We're just hanging out and having a good time tonight uh, on the Pancakes and Power Slam show on the eighth year anniversary show. Uh, Evan uh, Evan just said he'll be on in, in, in a moment to celebrate uh, to, to uh, celebrate eight years on the anniversary show with us. How y'all doing tonight, PNP Nation? Of course, hashtag ask Chris questions. Uh, do me a favor. The good way to reward, uh, the good way to give me a reward for eight years is to do uh, this, uh, to go ahead and um, be a patron. You'll be a patron. After three months, you get a Pancakes and Power Slams shirt. And after six months, you get a wrench mob shirt so uh we're, we're cool in the night uh be sure to like share and subscribe all that good stuff um wrench mob how are you wrench mob is the people who uh are three months or more you uh, uh you become from wrench mob and after six months you get a wrench mob t-shirt six months patron you get a wrench mob t-shirt all right all right, so uh, Flavor, we got. I want to talk about the uh, your your favorite WrestleMania of all time. All right, so we got about forty five minutes to uh, to celebrate. Uh, let me know what y'all want to talk about tonight. <clears throat> this is this is fun, y'all. We 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 hanging out tonight. 
we we hanging out. This is the uh, eighth year anniversary show. This is the Pancakes and Power Sam show. Four hundred and eighteen straight weeks. Uh, I'm going to address some uh, headlines based on Ask Chris questions. Um. Oh, okay. I see some good ones already. I see some good ones already. So the headlines is the fans choice acts, Chris questions. So you know how we do every week. So it's all about what you want tonight. As far as the headlines, I'm going to answer your questions. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, headlines, here we go. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to bring on the co-host with the most, celebrating eight years for the Pancake with the Pancakes Power Slam show, Evan Tech Prout, eight years. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Can you hear me fine? Can you hear oh, me? Yeah. Yep. With a tear uh, in my eye. Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. <laughs> yeah. Did I? Here. Did I? <laughs> Eight years of TMI, TMP. Uh, Great show, brother. Proud to be a part of it. TMP supposed to be going to Florida, but we're not. We're home. Yeah, man, isn't that crazy? This is supposed to be the uh, the the, the go home show to uh, heading to Florida in a couple days, heading to Tampa. Uh, oh man, you know that didn't happen, but it all it all works. Uh, it works out, man. Put a smile. Look at this. Look, brother, look, oh, I had it. I had it. Brother, look. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, nice. I got all the governor. Hold on, hold on. I got more. I got more. I got this. Revenge. You yeah. know, I don't know where my sweetie 2000 is at. I don't know what mine is either. <laughs> I don't know. The Illuminati took it. It was in my suitcase. <laughs> I, just have, I just have no mercy, and I don't even know where 2000 is. Yeah. Uh, so here, here's the thing. Out of the out of years and years, I have this big old uh, envelope, this big old envelope full of old trivia questions. So I kept them throughout the shows. I kept a bunch of them. I have a bunch of trivia questions. So I'm going to take a big chunk out of that big old bag full of trivia questions. See all these? These are all trivia questions that I kept. There's a bunch of them in there. So I just pulled a big chunk. So I'm going to read these, these, these are, I don't know. These are dating from probably a, a few years back. So I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know most of them. The ones that, that I wrote that I kept. So dozens of trivia questions that we're just going to have fun. And uh, I'm going to ask them. Uh, let's, uh, let's hit these. Uh, ask Chris questions. Uh, Robbie, have I seen Chris Benoit, Dark Side of the Ring? I did. It was very revealing. I did. I saw uh, all two hours. I saw both uh, both episodes. You have to watch it. It, it was really good. It was. I really love. I really, really like Dark Side of the Ring, man. I really do. Uh, it's it's a really good um, documentaries. I love documentaries. Um, I love documentaries because I, I look at a lot of documentaries for forensic psychology. Uh, so. I really, really liked it. I actually wrote a, I re- actually wrote a paper, a uh, school paper, on Chris Benoit. 
Uh, so I'm trying to. I've been trying for a few years. I have to contact the. I have to contact some some people to actually make it. Uh, put it in a peer reviewed journal. So that's that's my goal. I just I just haven't had the time to do it. I sent it to one journal. I kicked it back because uh, they they like the piece, but they but you have to submit it to certain things, uh, certain uh, journal sites that it's more um, geared toward the particular like subject. And that's something that gory I sent to them. They, they loved it, but they said it wasn't for that particular journal site. So uh, I got to try to find it again. It's in, it's somewhere. I don't, I don't know where it is, but uh, I might even make it. Yeah. So I I really want to make it like a, like a peer reviewed journal. So uh, I, I loved it. It was good. I love dark side of the ring. It was, uh, <clears throat> it was great stuff. So really enjoyed you it. You have to watch it. I haven't got a chance to, but yeah. I did uh, talk to, you know, some of our colleagues, you know, that was around during the time when it had been wild stuff and current boys, WWE and whatnot. And everyone said it was amazing. And everyone said it was tough to watch, especially those that was, in WWE or in the business around the time, so um, yeah, yep. yeah, it was it was. Um, I've I've seen a bunch of Benoit documentaries, so uh, it, it wasn't much new. It was it wasn't much like new stuff. Um, I, I you know it was good to get Jericho's take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, Chavo actually discussed with Chavo and Chavo wasn't even, uh, you know, he doesn't, he didn't feel comfortable chatting about it. Uh, I think a couple years ago, um, Chavo and I were chatting about it, uh, about, uh, bringing him on okay. for it. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so it, it's still a really tough. It's, it's, it's still yeah. really tough, you know, and people like yeah. Trump or people like Chris Jericho. And so it was really good to see that side. It was good to see uh, the side from woman's uh, sister, Nancy's sister. Right. I liked that a lot, actually. So that is something that was something new. That was a different nuance to the story. Uh, hearing it from her side, from, from Nancy's uh, side, uh, woman's side. Yeah. So that, I really like that. <clears throat> and uh, uh, listening to David was really good too. Um, hearing it from his side. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was really good, man. I, I really, <clears throat> I really enjoyed the dark side of the ring uh, documentaries. It's probably, probably one of, or even my favorite pro wrestling documentary series. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> I gotta watch it. Um, I, I, I stay in contact with the producer. His name is Evan too. Uh, mm-hmm. Other Evan. So, uh, uh, anybody that's wondering for the lineup for season two, of course, uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, today, actually, yesterday was uh, Life and like, Life and Crimes of the New Jack. Mm-hmm. April seventh is Brawl for All. Uh, April fourteenth is Jimmy Snook and the Death of Nancy Argentino. Yeah, his uh, uh, girlfriend. His girlfriend at the time. The one I'm really looking forward to because you know me, you and I, Chris, uh, Mike as well. Know a lot of people was around this time. We got a lot of thirds. You know, Bravo. Uh, oh, yeah. And then to be announced, uh, my good old buddy who I had on my show, Dr. D. David Schultz, uh, the doing one on Herb Adams, Owen Hart, and the Road Warriors. Oh, nice. That's that's, so that's dope. For season two. That's that's awesome. <clears throat> you know, so funny because. I actually have said in forums, I've said I want to see, I think they sent out 
something of uh, uh, a document that you wanted to see, a right, story right, that you want yeah. to see, and I said Dino Bravo. So I want I wanted to see Dino I, Bravo and Snooker too. So I, I said I said Dino and uh, Gino Hernandez. Yeah, Gino's another really one, good for season one. I really yeah, enjoyed one, right? Gino was probably that was probably my favorite one. Um, because I because I, I I wanted to see the one I wanted to see one that I didn't know too much about. Now I knew the mob stuff and just the mysterious yeah. death and all that. I've seen Gino documentaries before, but right. uh, it was some some newer type stuff, stuff that, yeah that, you know that i didn't see that was pretty pretty good so you one on jack tunney <laughs> yeah president jack tunney <laughs> there's no there's no really dark side though for him what did he do i got one do you want to doug dillinger what in the what did he do this security yeah. i got <laughs> but there's no dirt there's there's no dark yeah. stuff for yeah. The wildcat from nature. I do. I do remember. Him. <laughs> what are your thoughts on how WWE is handling all that is going on? Um, I mean, the best they can, really, Elvis. I mean, it's it's mm. really there's really not much you can do. I will I will give a, a kudos to AEW though. You know, I'm not I'm not yeah, I'm not one of those I'm not one of those yeah, I'm not one of those I'm not an AEW guy. Y'all know I'm not an AEW guy. But I, but I well, definitely want to give uh, kudos to AEW. I think AEW has been doing better than than WWE as far as the empty arena feel. Like uh, yeah, before, yeah. like a couple of weeks ago, when the restrictions were a little looser, you had like a the, the pocket of heels in that one area. MJF, mm -hmm. uh, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard was right. over there. And uh, I and there was a few other people, but uh, I liked that. It brought a better feel to it. Uh, Eden Styles, uh, she came back. Okay, Brandy yeah. Rhodes. Uh, so she was on the other end, and it was a, it was a good feel to it. It still had that type of energy as far as a crowd reaction, although albeit small. And I liked the type of flavor that they brought last week too, when they had the, the locker, room. Stage, locker room. Yeah, and they had Dasha yeah. over there, like marking out. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I liked it. It was good. Billy Gunn, I think Austin Gunn was back there. Yeah, uh, there was a you know a few other people back there. Yeah, so it was good, man. The 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 uh, the the end part of it was okay. It would have been much better if people were there. It was kind of it was yeah. some dead spots with the whole Matt Hardy and Jericho feud, uh, Jericho yeah. segment. They did the best they could though. Mount Luther uh, King got a shout out. Mount Luther King. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Did. Uh, uh, um, Maximilian got a Maximilian, shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I Jericho cutting a promo to Vanguard one and, and inviting <laughs> him to be in the inner circle was absolutely brilliant. Vanguard one up. <laughs> I loved it. It was it was it was great. I, I tweeted and said Vanguard one had more ring had more screen time than people in WWE. <laughs> I said it was like five minutes. Yeah, that was, it, it was pretty good. Guys, time, time stamp this from 1224 to 1227 a.m. April the 1st, Chris Featherstone put over AEW <laughs> the moment of 2020. I did. I did. I put it over. I put AEW over, man. I got to give it to him. I, I appreciate from the empty arena feel, I, I, I've been liking AEW better. Than, than WWE. All we need is Mo to put over Impact, and man, 
Yeah, it's a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, do I see Christian attacking Edge and meaning to help Orton to possibly see one last feud of uh, Edge and Christian now? No, Christian. Uh, and, uh, Christian's uh, concussed, and so he's been he's been uh, he's been gone for a while. He can still take a bump though. Yeah, a bump. <laughs> not, not, not much. <laughs> uh, Gabriel, would you do a PNP meetup to hang out during Mania weekend last, next year? Sure, absolutely. I'd love to do that. Uh, I was actually, it's so funny because I was actually um, getting some things together this year to have a Q&A live uh, in Tampa. Um, you know, but I had some backing yeah. to do it. I, I was, uh, I had some ideas, and I was going to put some things together. Man, we didn't happen. So we had a sixty-four tournament, man. Yeah, man, we were we were going to have some fun in Tampa. Fresh. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, big shout out to a few people uh, who text me, who um, text me, and uh, gave me a um, a shout out. Um, for the eighth year anniversary. Um, let me read uh, these Wait, texts. Um, here, I got some text back. Got some text for some people uh, wishing me give, uh, wishing me a, uh, a happy anniversary. Doug Basham, he says, uh, it was a pleasure being on your show. Being retired from wrestling for 13 years now, uh, doing a show like yours helps bring back memories. These memories need to be shared with the fans because it's more of an inside look into the world of wrestling from the wrestler's perspective. Plus, it's fun to reminisce, and I have a ton of stories. I may not have been one of the most popular superstars, but I sure was one of the busiest, and along with being busy, came good times made for good stories. And this is what Pancakes and Power Slams brings uh, to you, the fans. Thank you to all the fans. Without you, there would be no wrestling. So that was very pleasant of of Doug Basham. Uh, NWO Sting texted me and he said, uh, in these trying times, we need something like the Pancakes and Power Sam show to keep us entertained and enlightened. Happy anniversary. All the best, NWO Sting. Uh, my man, Marty Elias, texted me and he said, Congratulations on eight years. Thank you for having me on as a guest. Um, <clears throat> Garrett Bischoff, he texted me too. Um, uh, he wanted to, uh, congratulations and give us, uh, some encouragement. He said, this too shall pass. Uh, Nick Patrick said, he texted me and he said, um, I would like to thank you for having me on your show. I had a blast both times. I would like to thank all the fans that follow your show for the great questions and for following my career. Stay safe, be smart and pray. We all uh, we will all get through this global crisis. Hopefully, we will all be able to feel the roar of the crowd again soon. God bless y'all. See y'all. See you down the road. That was really nice. Um, and last but not least, Ricky Steamboat texted me. Um, Ricky Steamboat texted me. Uh, he said, "I wish that everyone, <laughs> I wish that everyone to use common sense, and that we are not invincible to this virus. Although some seem to be to fare better than others, be cordial and patient. There has never been anything like this in my life, and I'm 67. We need to put our differences aside and do what's best for everyone. Do what they are telling us to do, and we can get through this. Prayers for everyone, Ricky Steamboat. So, 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Got some love from some former guests texting me uh, for eight year anniversary. So Ricky Steamboat is one of my great, one of my favorites of all time. And it texts me back. Uh, and it texts me um, <clears throat> wishing me a, a happy anniversary and sending some encouraging words to the PMP nation. Awesome stuff. Um, all right. Let's uh, tackle a few of these ask first questions. And then I'm about to, we're going to do a bunch of trivia. Bunch of trivia. Um, you got the pancake shirt on. I do. PMP. I got the PMP shirt on. I had to represent today. Uh, Healer face at Mania. Uh, <laughs> well, Mania already happened. <laughs> it happened last week. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, real quick, anybody who's watching or watching archives, uh, go check out. Uh, um, my newest video with Greg Anya. I put the full Greg Anya video up. We uh, and timestamps as well. Uh, we talked about WrestleMania predictions. This was right. This was a little bit before Reigns, so it was including Reigns. Uh, but it was a really, really good conversation, man. I really enjoyed talking to Greg Anya. It was really lots of fun. Uh, before Mania, I'm gonna put out the whole, uh, the entire Barry Horowitz uh, um, interview as well. That one was lengthy too, so I, I played a little bit uh, last week. Mm. And I'm gonna put the full one out uh, before Mania uh, Saturday. So Saturday is uh, Mania. I'll probably put it out uh, probably Thursday or Friday. Um, I there's a really really good chance that I'll be doing a watch party, guys. So uh, so follow me at Chris Prolific. Uh, follow Crave Wrestling at Crave Wrestling. Um, I don't know Evan, I don't know what you're doing, Evan, at that time, but I, I probably have a live. Yeah, uh, watch yeah, party. Okay, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably watching. I'll probably having a live watch party for uh, for both nights. Should have been there. So I mean, we are free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday, I would be thinking about like, okay, I would have been here and this time I had all my events yeah. planned. So, because I, you know, do media, so I had all the events planned. Yeah, yeah, I had the whole schedule plan. I had, I had media to go to the Hall of Fame, uh, I had media to go to TakeOver, um, uh, um um, yeah, yeah, all types of GCW. Yeah, uh, Impact, uh, yeah. TNA events. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, you know it, it was, and this would have been my first time on the uh, red carpet. I, I, I do the floor, but I was going to do some red carpet stuff uh, for the Hall of Fame. So, but yeah, you ruined it. Yeah, Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're ruined it. You're ruined it. Rona, get up. Kevin Dunn, get, get up. Get up. Get up. Somebody get up. My place is a very hard. Rona. Okay. You're fine. Rona, I got it. Hold up. I got it. I got it. I'm not going to let Rona kill my creation. Not going to let it. <laughs> I can't turn all the way my, my, my headphones. Yeah. Here you go. 
<laughs> me, Whoa. Uh, okay, so Marissa, my predictions for WrestleMania is in the Greg Gagne, uh, Greg Gagne video. So that's where I will I will forward everybody to the Crave Wrestling page. If you haven't subscribed to the Crave Wrestling page, um, hey, special shout out to people who's been supporting the page, man. I've uh, my Taker video got over thirty eight thousand views. I, I my recently did a video on uh. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, got like I don't know seventeen hundred or so like that, and so y'all been uh, y'all been doing a major step up on uh, supporting the Crave Wrestling videos, y'all. So a big thank you, a uh, uh, big thank you for that. So, so let continue to spread this, man. This is this is really like the Pancakes and Power Slam show had no pedigree. There was nothing like I had no experience. <laughs> I had no experience at all. And it was just one of those things that, man, I just wanted to get into podcasting because I was writing for a while at that time. And I really wanted to start to get the podcasting. And, um, yeah, 2012, man, just started up. And, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? A good place, to t- a good time to do it would be the launch. It would be right after WrestleMania. I believe it's April 3rd. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was like, okay, this will be a good time to do it because it's a, good, uh, a huge time, the biggest, you know, biggest area of wrestling as far as interest so that's when i launched it and um haven't looked back since y'all so please support create wrestling page great work chris does and i said initiate mania man it was three women matches yeah 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 i was looking forward to Rhea and charlotte too um a big fan of Rhea ripley um wally's asking uh with everything going on with wwe uh wwe should have postponed wrestlemania to after we are back to normalcy no doubt ratings are taking hits even more due to what they are attempting to do now here's the thing wally um uh, matter of fact welcome wally to the pnp nation y'all okay, wally. which one is which one are you wally are you the guy in the blue shirt or the one in the white yeah yeah that's that's a good question which one are you um Happy birthday, Brian! April third. Um, yeah, yeah. Any birthdays we got coming up, y'all? <clears throat> Shout out to some to some birthdays. Um, yeah, I've said this on a, on the show before, man. It's just uh, we're not paying Vince's bills, man. <laughs> like like I said before, ideally, ideally. <clears throat> uh, first of all, I would have wanted them to postpone it till we turn it over, so because I because. <laughs> WrestleMania season as a journalist, I get paid the most. So that's a, a big payday. I mean, it's it's a big, not only is it a big payday for wrestlers, it's a big payday for journalists. It's a big payday for media. So we're all taking a hit. <laughs> like we're, we're all taking a hit. So yeah, that's my biggest payday of the year, you know, covering WrestleMania. So as a journalist, I want <laughs> I would have preferred them to, to postpone it. From you know, from a financial standpoint, but at the same time, again, it's one of those things that I'm not paying, and I, and I stand to this because it's true, and it's true for me, and it's true for everybody on this chat room. No one's paying this, <laughs> <experience bills. laughs> so gotta, uh, ideally, the loss is about twenty-two million dollars right now. We've taken yeah. it out of Tampa, and so, um, and, and again, it's one of those things. Like I said before. 
he has mania and stadiums. And so uh, not only are you taking a $22 million hit, you also got to pay more millions in the stadium uh, for another stadium. You have to pay a huge chunk of millions of dollars for not only the stadium, but also the uh, all other venues for the access and the takeover and a Hall of Fame. So that's not only so, and that's the thing. You're not just going to another city or going back even back to Tampa. You 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 you're taking you're taking that big hit, and then because you don't have you, there's no money to pay. You don't pay your they're going they're having the PC, so they're not taking a loss yeah. by paying a, paying more millions of dollars for another building. That's the reason why I have their PC. I mean, other than of course all the all the craziness is going on. But you have the PC because that's not a loss because it's their it's their building. So so if you if you have it at another stadium, you still got another huge chunk of millions of dollars that you have to pay and all the other buildings and all that you have to pay for all that. So that's just another huge Mm -hmm. chunk that we we're not gonna pay for. You know, we're not gonna pay for. And it's not like he's gonna charge more for the tickets. You know they they they're getting the refunds and then they're just going to charge. They would they were rec- recoup their money from ticket sales, but you're not recouping your money by loss of venue and having to pay all of that millions of dollars for yeah. another venue. So you gotta look too. <clears throat> now people, you talk about this. I think wrote yesterday. First, you got the you got the pay per view deal. So the C mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some some is doing uh 34.95 a night i think some is doing 29.95 a night and i think one of them's doing like 70 like a package of 60 70 something like that yeah so i think i think you said chris if you're not any subscriber mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have to pay to watch many i mean there are other ways <clears throat> Other ways of watching wrestling media, yeah. <laughs> okay. but ain't no more than network nine ninety nine unless you get it from me, unless you get an email address and hurry up. You can watch it, but if not, you know you gotta pay that bill. Well, yeah, I mean it's still it's still offered. Uh, it's still offered on the network. Um, they're just trying, they're yeah, it's still a network. They're they're trying to. Um, they're trying to uh, plug the 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 pay per views to try to recoup anything at this point, but it's still it's still in the network. It's still going to be on the network. Um, they're just saying, you know, <laughs> we're trying to get any money at this point. It's hard for me to believe that people are actually going to buy a taped WrestleMania. Uh, I'm sure, you know, of course, there's diehards that that will do it, but I'd imagine that 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 buy that buy is going to be very low. Um, but yeah, it's it's still it's still nine ninety nine. Um, uh, so yeah, I'll be I'll be, I'll be watching. Ryan say, yeah, Kevin watching on that. Mike Ryan was saying Vince called him at Hardy to film at the compound, so he could he film at compound or Darby Allen's house. That's where the uh your boy Lance Archer. That's where he did the get for Darby. Yeah, Allen. oh yeah, and again, see that's another thing that Lance Archer Jake Roberts vignette was incredible i i loved it it was it was fantastic yeah. i wasn't buying jake coming out at first 
uh you know heel jake eh, you know um but managing lance archer it, it make it's it's good i like it. it's, it's a good deal i, I like what i see yeah. i got 22 yeah and and jake is no doubt one of the, one of the best mike mike he's oh hands down one of the best mic workers even ever. even though even though I told you he loved Jake. We've interviewed him. I've traveled with Jake a few times. Even though Jake got on the goat, you know our boy Sting. Uh, other than that, other than that, Jake cried. Yeah. yeah. Sting is as a pimple <laughs> on a butt of PG on the butt. Yeah. On a on a butt of wrestling. I like yeah. who's who's amazing. <laughs> um. He got a testimonial, man. Uh, Robbie Couch. A shout out, PNP, eight years. That yeah. isn't a question. Just wanted to say during the stressful time, your show is a way to escape from the regular news. Uh, about yeah, there's some good stuff here. Um, yeah. See, Dynamite interviews the laugh and the hair good. Macho Man and Vincent Prussian. Congratulations, okay. eight years of giving. Wrestling fans, a good quality show. God bless. Uh, yeah, I'll put that up on the screen here. Uh, do you, uh, Mike's asking, do do either family have a quarantine plan in place in the event someone in the household gets this bug? I bet I 100% have a plan already. Uh, lots of prayer and more quarantining. I mean, there's really nothing else that can be done. I mean, like, we got to stay at home. You know, if someone is quarantined, I have a basement. You know, I mean, I you know, I have a basement that someone can stay here, you know. Yeah. But my family's been quarantined. My my family's you know been in the house for three weeks. Um, I'm still working outside the house. Uh, but because yeah. I'm because I'm I I'm a mental health specialist, so I, I my I'm I'm an essential business. So uh but um all of my clients are uh telephone. So yeah, um, you- yeah, so there's no, I mean, there's there's no interaction that I have every day. I'm in my, I come to my office and I'm on the phone all day, so uh, um, doing doing therapy. So uh, so yeah, it's 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 cool, you know. There's there's no and and plus uh, my, my the company I work for, they're they're doing pretty good precautions. Mm-hmm. People can't come in unless there's some emergency things, uh, and then um, temperatures are taken every day. And I'm yeah. I, the only interaction that I have throughout the day is some coworkers. So I'm every day I'm only I'm only interacting with probably five people a day, if that. Maybe uh, some a lot of times maybe yeah. two. You know, so it's that. So we're, we're there's some definitely some some really okay. safety precautions at my job. Um, so the the quarantine um, and I and I'm actually I was actually doing a thinking about doing a podcast for my. Uh, my Vision United, uh, my faith-based podcast. Um, uh, well, you know, pancakes and power slams is uh, is is uh, every, my whole life is faith-based, <laughs> but but my specific my faith-based specific podcast. Uh, um, I, was about, I was thinking about doing a uh, a podcast on uh, COVID nineteen because I've been doing a lot of research on it, and and with and there's some encouragement because right now, based on the closed cases. Uh, there's been an 81% recovery rate. So, and uh, out of the current open cases, which is a little over half million, 
uh, only five percent. And I'm saying only very loosely. I don't, you know, even when I'm saying only, it's still, it's still sad that you know there's people, there's fatalities. So comparatively speaking, um, there's only five percent of the current cases are, are severe. So, and so yeah, and and that's severe. That's someone who's. <clears throat> Uh, severely being affected by the by the virus, which is usually uh, people who don't have immune uh, strong immune systems, elderly, and the sick people who have respiratory issues. So, yeah, like you. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we work right here. Yeah, I gotta go like you. I gotta go out in and out with some six, seven people. Mm-hmm. So right now, nobody here right now but me, but. I'm sure everyone well, you got wash hands, you got the mask. And- yeah, so we like- do. Uh, we do really good safety precautions too. Like um, every time, like yeah. since I get home from work, uh, I put my clothes in a bag. You know, go up right. and shower right after. Right every single every single day when I'm home, I, uh, I take a shower right right when I come home. Can't um, even cough. Yeah, can't even cough, man. I I, I know someone that. Well, a friend of mine, they just sent her coworker home today because she sneezed twice. Uh, yeah. And, and some people that, you know, friends, I have a family member, Chris, you know, often we just spoke that has COVID 19 that mm-hmm. recently back in the hospital would be for him coughing. So he's yeah. uh, not, not severe, but he says, you know how it is. Yeah. Taste the smell, taste of. Uh, you know, losing that taste, losing that smell. So it's typically flu-like symptoms. Uh, One of the biggest, uh, based on my research, one of the biggest uh, symptom from uh, detection as far as you might have it is fever. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing is fever. Um, You know, shortness of breath, fever, cough, shortness of breath for the three big, the biggest ones, but fever is the, the biggest uh, sign as far as as far as detection so uh, so yeah it's um uh you know there was i think tom uh, i think tom hanks or was it was tom hanks that uh that had it yeah chris chris cuomo, cuomo. Uh, uh, from tnn he just uh announced that he uh test tested uh positive uh from um, the actor i can't think of his name he's a hawaiian actor uh, what's his name? Um, oh, so they're actually coming back to the U.S. And uh, Tom Hanks' wife said that uh, she's a officially a COVID nineteen survivor. So they were hospitalized in Australia for it, and they um, and they came back. So they're all and Sean Payton. Uh, um, was it Al- Al- Alba, Right? Yeah. His yeah. wife. His wife is it. Yeah, Sean Payton from the Saints. Yeah. Re- Alba. Alba. Um, yeah, he tested positive. His wife got uh, it. He's generally feeling okay, is what he said. Um, yeah, so yeah, his wife, uh, thanks, my Kevin DeRay, Sabrina. Uh, yep, yeah, um, Rachel Williams, Rachel, Rachel, oh, yeah, Rachel Williams, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel Matthews, Rachel Matthews, um. Yeah, there's some other people. Oh yeah, Andy Cohen. Um, the actor, uh, can't think his name. Slim Thug has it. Yeah, Slim oh, wow. Thug has it. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Michael Yo has it? Oh, wow. Eight-day hospitalization. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. There's, a, uh, there's an Italian, not sure if you heard this real quick, 101-year-old Italian man who actually survived, survived the, yeah. Uh, yep, I read survived that. the corona tea. So, mm -hmm. man, look at yeah. that. He, he survived uh, uh, Spanish flu Spanish and, and, and corona. corona. Yeah. Crazy, man. Yep. That yep. is crazy. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's uh that's something right there. <clears throat> um all right, real quick guys. Oh, this is a good question, Elvis. My wrestling Mount Rushmore. Uh <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you go you go okay, my personal wrestling Mount Rushmore as far as like who I think is the Mount Rushmore, because I honestly, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put Sting in the wrestling Mount Rushmore. Um, my personal wrestling Mount Mount Rushmore, yes, but I would say overall, like general wrestling Mount Rushmore, I think it should be uh, Hogan. I would say Hogan, Flair, <clears throat> Bruno, Austin. I, I think. I think that's what that's the, I mean, that's probably what I'll do. Hogan, Flair, Bruno, Austin. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, those yeah. would be my four. Yeah, Hogan, Flair, Bruno, Austin. Yeah. <clears throat> you all changing the business. Yep. Yeah. I think, yeah, all of all of those four were uh they they had a very <clears throat> huge um that <clears throat> a very huge uh part of the business. Uh, becoming as popular as it is. So, <clears throat> yep, that would be my, my Rushmore. Honorable mentions, Rock Taker. Yeah, that's probably my honorable mentions. <clears throat> uh, Lethez. Thez is a good one. Yeah, th uh, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think that Thez was like <clears throat> instrumental in pushing forward the business. Um mm -hmm. As much, um, but I think definitely think that he was huge yeah. during his time. He was huge during his time. Um, George Hackenschmidt, Schmidt, Hackenschmidt, Hackenschmidt Schmidt, 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 Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Hodge. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Danny Danny Hodge. Hodge. What's the Mount Rushmore for enhancement talent? Oh, gosh, Barry Hallwitz. Barry Horowitz, Dwayne Gill. Dwayne Gill. Um, um, SD Jones. Yeah, <laughs> SD Jones. And Iron Mike Sharp. How Bobby Walker? <laughs> I'll put Iron Mike Sharp in there. Iron Mike Sharp. Yep. Honorable mention, uh, my man Bobby Starr, uh, Rocky King. <laughs> yeah. George South. George, George South, yep. yeah. <laughs> Barry Horowitz. Who I say? Barry Horowitz. Who I say? Barry Horowitz. SD Jones. SD Jones. I'm Mike Sharp. I'm Mike Sharp. And, and uh, uh, hey, who was the fourth one? They said it. Oh gosh, who did I say, guys? I'm Mike Sharp. Barry Horowitz. SD Jones. SD Jones. Oh. What did I say, y'all? What did I say? <laughs> I say? Somebody said Johnny Rod. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Um, 
Who did I just say, y'all, as far as the the Enhancement Hall of Fame? Uh, Barry Horowitz. Um, oh, Brooklyn Brawler's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, someone yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mike said it, yeah. Joe South. Oh, no, I think I gave him honorable mention, didn't I? Um, but yeah, Brick and Brawler is it though. So yeah, okay, so let them. me so let so let us do so the four. Let's do another. Let's do a four. Um, Brooklyn Brawler, Barry mm-hmm. Horowitz, mm-hmm. I am Mike Sharp, mm-hmm. SD Jones, SD Jones. Yeah. Oh, but George South. And though. George South, and then you still got Johnny Rods too. Johnny Rods, yeah, he even made, he he ended up making the Hall of Fame. Uh okay, Barry Horowitz, uh Brooklyn Brawler. Um Barry Horowitz, Brooklyn Brawler. Um I am Mike Sharp. And I think George South would be the be the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people saying Johnny, but Johnny Rods. I mean, it's you know he he's the uh, he made yeah no he made the WWE Hall of Fame. So uh, obviously, yeah. So people want trivia. All right, so let's do uh, let's do let's do some trivia. Let's do some trivia, y'all. Uh, lots of trivia. So let's do this. <clears throat> y'all got we got about I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll go over time. We'll do like uh, ten minutes or so. We got a lot of Ask Chris questions, though, too. Uh, okay, real quick. Shane, why didn't Vince go to Fox USA to have them have a building war to show WrestleMania live? Um, no, why would they do that? Because uh, it's it's still uh, marketed for April 5th and 6th. Uh, <clears throat> Orlando had a, a stay-at-home order as of last week. So they're Everybody's home. <laughs> Everybody's every, as of last Thursday. There's no more WWE anything. No more WWE pro. Repeat that. Yeah. So, um, uh, all the Raws, all the uh, Smackdowns, and WrestleMania, all of them were taped last week up until uh, the stay-at-home order is over at uh, on April 9th. So. And the thing is, Virginia just had a state of home order uh, issued just recently until June 10th. So, yeah, it just came up. Yep. June 10th, and they're, they're, they're talking about Maryland being a part of that, too. So. Well, here in Maryland, stay at home order starts at 8 p.m. Mm. So during the day, it's still essential only and it's still social distancing. Yeah. But at 8 p.m., if you are not going to the grocery store, getting a prescription or essential, you will get locked up. You can't face for now. No? Five thousand dollar fine and wow. or one year of imprisonment. So Governor Hulk Hogan wow. and the gifts. Look them up. Hogan. It's <laughs> probably look it up. The gifts of Governor Hogan and Hulk Hogan. All the Nash coming to get you. Wow. Uh, Wiley said Mount Rushmore referees. Oh, uh, okay. Easy. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Let's do it quickly because we got to do some trivia and then and then close uh, up. Tommy Young. Uh yes, Tommy Young, Nick Patrick, Nick Patrick, um, Earl Hebner, Hebner, absolutely, and uh, you do Kyoto. Ah, uh, 
no, uh, I would do Marty. I would do Marty Elias, but yeah. but but Stevie Anderson. Oh, hey, the fourth one is tough. You got uh, Elias. Oh, I, I would do Charles Robinson. Charles Charles Robinson. Yeah, I would put I would put P, I would put PB Anderson. Mike killing because of how because he left us in what ninety seven I think I think, sick, yeah I think there was yeah I think I think there was more years from okay uh, if you go by longevity mm-hmm. um, be, uh, Charles Robinson uh, my buddy uh, Nick Patrick. Patrick Nick Patrick yeah and um, who else would say Tommy Young definitely Young Nick Earl who's fourth. Oh, Robinson is good. Charles Robinson, yeah. Robinson. Robinson, Hebner, Young, Patrick. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll go with Charles. Yep. Honorable mention to you. Uh, Would be uh, Marty Elias. Marty. Um, and um, my man. Um, uh, you went out on this. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. My man, uh, Jimmy Corderas and James Beard. Oh, yeah, definitely Jimmy Corderas. Definitely. I'll be having him on the show. Um, yeah, my good buddy, yeah. Yeah. Corderas and Beard, yeah. Uh, who did the Natural Disasters defeat to win the uh, WWE World Tag Team titles? Who did Natural Disasters defeat to win the WWE World Tag well, Team titles? Somebody said Tim White. Elvis said Tim Ooh, White. Oh, Tim White's good. Mm. Oh, man. Uh I gotta I gotta stay Robinson though because WWE yeah. and WCW. I can't I don't I won't do Tim White after over Nick Patrick. I won't do Tim White no. over Tommy Young. Tommy Young is the the master of the uh dusty finish, man. Can, <laughs> and, and as my mom told it, the sliding rough. He's yes, yes, he is the, the yeah. Hebner's Hebner did some sliding too, man. Um what was the one that would jump? Because was it was it was it Kyoto? Well, Robinson would uh, jump over. Robinson would jump. Robinson, yeah, he would be the delete, and then Patrick the hill right. And and and, and Hamner would do like the super two and a yeah. half. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like one, two, he two. He got to do Kyoto. You know, Kyoto do this. Yeah. <laughs> Like one, two, Kyoto. Oh man, yeah, oh, he was just bringing back. Uh, all right, what y'all got, guys? Uh, natural disaster defeat to win the world tag team titles. Y'all talking about y'all want trivia? Y'all can't even get y'all can't even get uh, but I like this. I, I like the uh, let's do this next week. Uh, let's just throw out a bunch of uh, Mount Rushmore's guys. I think that was a good idea. Not much more, yeah. A bunch of Mount, Mount Rushmore's who's uh, scheduled next week. Let me check my schedule for next week and who we have on the show next week. Scheduled is oh, by the way, Ken Anderson, my guy, he's sick. Uh, he was supposed to be on the show today. Uh, I chat with him uh, earlier today. He's not feeling well at all. So, unfortunately, he couldn't be on the show. But we will certainly get him back on. He's already been on like five or six times. So, <laughs> definitely, you, um, um, definitely, oh, definitely couldn't couldn't come on the show tonight. Shout out to Joey, uh, the Marcin's son, Joey. He was good to you, Joey Morello. Oh, yeah, Joey Morello was good to you. Uh, next week on the show, I have Kendone. That is uh, who was scheduled for next week. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Who y'all got? Uh, come on. Y'all talking about. Come on. 
Y'all talking about y'all want trivia. And y'all can't, even, y'all can't even come on, y'all. I, I asked one I'm, question and y'all couldn't even get past that. So someone said Bushwick is Elvis. No, Elvis is incorrect. Elvis is incorrect. Y'all got Robbie. We'll do that next week. That's good. Yeah, we get. Uh, uh, don't even stop, Mike. No. I gotta say this: it, it, me and Mike Ryan. This is my brother. You can guys, me- real quick. Hurry up, y'all. Y'all want y'all, y'all want y'all don't know. Just say I don't know, and I'll keep going. Otherwise, I'm only asking one trivia question for this show. Uh, what was it again? Uh, who did the natural disasters defeat to win the WWE World Tag Team Titles? All right. Mike Ryan said you can do this. You can do a battle royal, like actual Royal Rumble of agents, WWE agents. We actually counted, and you can. Mm-hmm. You can go down the list if you want. You did that next next show. Mike Ryan nice. said that. Demolition, Mike Ryan said. Nope. 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 I'm not answering because I know the answer. <laughs> Y'all don't know. Mega Powers, no. Demolition, no. Another tag team, no. Two wrestlers. Okay. So uh, y'all want me to ask trivia, but y'all can't. Fire and ice. Money Inc., y'all. Money Inc. <clears throat> Not fire and ice? Nope. That was a good tag team, man. Well, man, ice training. Uh... The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series and who won? The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series and who won? Yeah, next week, remind, remind us, y'all, next week, uh, Mount Rushmore. There's some good stuff here uh, for next week. Still some Mount Rushmore's. GMs, producers, females, agents. Yep. Andy wrestlers will be good too. And Mike Ryan said the Young Bucks. <laughs> All right. Who was it? Y'all know this one either? PNP Nation? What's going on? First elimination. Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series and who yeah. won? I'll no. say this speaking which I can't wait to they do the uh that episode on the reef of aggression when he bring it back in the fall. Mm-hmm. You see any line there you go, Elvis. There you go. 2002 HPK. Good job. All right. Let's ask a few more. Who won the Immunity Battle Royal at Survivor Series 2001? Who won the Immunity Battle Royal at Survivor (laughs) Series 2001? Oh, man. I forgot about that. I know know the answer, but I forgot that happened. Immunity Battle Royal. Did you you mention already your thoughts real quick on Brody Lee? The interview with uh, Jericho. Oh, I've, no, not yet. No, we'll we'll talk about that next week because we got to roll <laughs> a couple of minutes. So yeah, that's that's a good that's a good thing to talk about next week. Uh, remind me. Uh, all right, y'all. Real quick, as uh, as I'm doing trivia, let's do. Uh, Elvis got it. Test. Yep, good job, Elvis. All right, <clears throat> Elvis, Elvis get it today. Test. Good job. All right. So as we go into the flair of the week, um. Uh, Let's see. Let me bring out another one. Uh, here we go. 
China has two reigns as Intercontinental Champ. Who did she beat? Two reigns as Intercontinental Champ. Who did she beat? Really, Elvis. <laughs> you see what Elvis? Yeah, was? you love Google. Yeah, I knew. I knew it. I knew it. That does surprise me. Wait, All right, wait. y'all. Uh, Flavor of the week. Let's jump right into it. Here we go. I'll, I'll hold that thought. I'll be right back. It is it's now, now time, time for, the for the flavor, flavor of, of the, the week. week. All right, go for it, buddy. I'm just saying, you got Marissa. You still got that storyline going on after the coronavirus. You got uh, get get Melissa, Marissa, and you got Hill Lexi. Uh well yeah I think they they made a baby first turn last week because they joined uh, on uh, YouTube last week really wow yep, yep. the baby face turn last week yep they both uh, when when I was on YouTube last week they both were two of the first people who uh, who came up and uh, they they reunited the baby first turn uh, came back so um. And, uh... Marissa said Jericho. Nope. Kyle said Jericho and Xbox. Uh, Xbox never won a title. Alma, Alma said Jericho and Jeff Jarrett. Nope. Alma said Jeff Jarrett. Who's y'all? What's y'all's favorite WrestleMania of all time, y'all? Real quick before we go. Um, oh, like seventeen. Alexi is P and P Big Show. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, favorite WrestleMania of all time, y'all. What y'all got? WrestleMania favorite favorite oh WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, seventeen uh, is the goat. After that is nineteen, man. Ah, yeah. It's really good, man. Um, I'm a big fan. Michael's, Hogan, Austin. Uh, That was, uh, was that Book and Edge? No, no, 19 was Book and Trips. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Book and Edge was what, 22? Oh, gosh. Book and Edge was 18. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. I forget. Was that for the hair shampoo? Uh, yeah, it was that was that was eighteen. That was the uh the the the, the samurai uh, shampoo or whatever. That was not a good mania, man. <laughs> that was a couple of matches. That was not a good mania. Yeah, that was uh, very good. Mike Ryan said seventeen. Elvis said twenty. Kyle said uh, ten. Alma, oh, okay. Twenty. Uh, okay. Sean said three. So look, y'all want y'all want trivia. Um, y'all want trivia, but y'all are failing miserably at my trivia question. Okay, so she beat Jeff Jarrett and she won it from Val Venus in a mixed tag match by beating uh Trish. So it was uh what her and Eddie against Val and Trish, I believe it was. Russell said 30. 30 was good. 30 is up there at the top five. Ooh, I like 30 other than the streak. So, uh, 20, 30, okay, 20, 30, 30, 20, 
Um, two, Mike. That's the three, three city. Right. Ishan. 2017. Yeah, I like 17's my, my favorite for yeah. sure. Yeah. Robbie said when Yoko B. Hogan. That wasn't oh, No, yeah, that Yoko, was Yoko well, no, but uh Yoko beat Hogan at King of the Ring. King of the Ring, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean Hogan we Hogan that, beat Yoko at um It's at, really um, Yoko beat Brett and then I still get mad about that to this day. <laughs> How the hook with that black eye? Yeah. Uh, While I was bragging, 27. Are you kidding? Come on, man. Don't 27 was one of the worst. Don't get me started. I was there. <laughs> that was, that was my first mania. That was, tor- that was terrible, terrible. Uh, all right, last question, y'all, since y'all want trivia. I want lots of trivia. I can't even answer the ones I have. I'm going to go back in the vault, a trivia vault next week and stump y'all, too. All right. Uh, so next week we got uh, Vault Trivia again, uh, and then we have um, uh, Mount Rushmore. That'll be the flavor of the week. Uh, and then Ken Don is scheduled, and so I'm going to try to do a photo shoot with him. Um, and see, I only want to do photo shoots on WWE careers because it takes a lot of work to do that because I, I, I actually have to watch a lot of stuff <laughs> and have to remember and go back. So it took me a long time to do that D-Lo shoot. Um, so I'm going to look and see some Ken Doan stuff uh, of what I get. It may not be as long as D-Lo's, but I think if I have time, really, because uh, actually my, my, my chapter four was approved for my dissertation. I only have one more chapter left, and I'll be a doctor. So I've, uh, I've been grinding uh, and getting this together. So it depends on if I have time. Kendone is scheduled, but we'll see if we do the photo shoot time permitting. Uh, I agree. Uh, uh, 29 was okay. I mean, I, I, I wasn't mad at seeing it rock. It wasn't terrible. 34, Nola. Huh. Remember, we were there. Yeah. You know what? Uh, 34 was decent. You know, we Daniel were there, man. Coming back. That was, that was that. a bit. It was a solid. It was a solid I didn't like. Yeah, I think it was. I think top to bottom it was pretty solid. The only thing I didn't oh, like yeah. was uh, Dag on Bludgeon Brothers uh, squashing uh, Usos and New Day. I think it was uh, that. And Oscar should it be Charlotte? Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. But I think top to bottom was pretty solid. That uh, was last a good point, la- what'd you say? That, that was a good mania. Wasn't yeah. better than thirty, but it was really good. I think thirty three was amazing. Yeah, thirty three is. Yeah. That's filler, though. You know, yeah. that's the alternate reality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> that's an asterisk. <laughs> All right, last question, y'all. What year was the first Tough Enough and who won? Uh, what year was the first Tough Enough and who won? That's the last question of the night, guys. Listen, y'all. Wow. Eight years. I couldn't have imagined it. Uh, we, we went over time. We, 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 we got the... Uh, we got the, uh, the 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 overtime. What is it called? The uh, o- overrun. Overrun. Yeah. <laughs> the overrun. Uh, yeah. So I will uh, bring back the the vault again, the trivia vault, um, and then next week we'll also do um, <clears throat> the flavor of the week being the Mount Rushmore. So PNP Nation just throw out the the Mount Rushmore of 
um, of things, and we'll we will talk about that. All right, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been so fun. Uh, eight years, man. Uh, it was great. Uh, this has been a fantastic show, man. And uh, oh, I really, I really appreciate D'Lo. Um, and it was, it was, it was really awesome, y'all. Uh, all right, so Sean has one of them right. 2001 Maven. So remember, it was a male and a female who won in 2001, the first half of them. Uh, real quick, before we go, we all got who won? Who got it? Who got it? Who got it? We got Elvis, you should have. You should have typed in 2001 on Google, not 2002. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, so Google told you Nidia. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, so maybe the Nidia 2001. Elvis Google. We just call Elvis Google. Elvis hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Nation, y'all have been amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can't do it without y'all. Uh, every week, uh, I just, I mean, like, listen, y'all. This is really like uh, uh, therapy to a very, very chaotic world right now. Every single time uh, we come on this show every week, we just have the funnest time. Um, uh, interview every week for y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the D-Lo uh, photo shoot. It was a lot of fun, y'all. So eight years in the books. Man, that's awesome. So I appreciate you all. Until next week. Enjoy your week of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, God bless. And look, I think we'll do. We'll think we'll do mania. I think we'll do a watch That's party cool. for, yeah. for mania. Of course, I'm not going to show yeah. it. Come on, y'all. It's going to. It's going to block it. Uh, live, live reaction. Uh, but yes, we will do a live reaction watch party, and uh, I will pull up and and, and pull up the uh, uh, comments. And I might do some WrestleMania trivia too. Hmm. That would be cool. Or oh no, Marissa might turn hell doing cameo. It. Might have some cameo appearance. <laughs> That'll be cool, man. Yeah. I'm laughing at Brian. <laughs> We've got to go over we we there. <laughs> All right, y'all. God bless y'all. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend, Rusty. God bless. Follow at Chris Prolific uh, for confirmation of. Uh, the watch party. It's about, probably about 90% right now, so things can change, but we'll see. I always remember, y'all, I do it for you. Eight years, it's been a pleasure. God bless you all. Have a good night. The MVP. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.